Hello, my name is Father Jerry Chilko. I'm a Redemptorist priest stationed at St. Peter the Apostle Church and the National Shrine of St. John Newman in Philadelphia. Today, December 12th, is the third Sunday of Advent. This is the Gospel for today's Mass. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. The crowds asked John the Baptist, what should we do? He said to them in reply, Whoever has two cloaks should share with the person who has none, and whoever has food should do likewise. Even tax collectors came to be baptized, and they said to him, Teacher, what should we do? He answered them, Stop collecting more than what is prescribed. Soldiers also asked him, and what is it that we should do? He told them, Do not practice extortion, do not falsely accuse anyone, and be satisfied with your wages. Now the people were filled with expectation, and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. John answered them all, saying, I am baptizing you with water. But one mightier than I is coming. I am not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Exhorting them in many other ways, he preached good news to the people. The Gospel of the Lord. Today is usually called Gaudete Sunday, Rejoicing Sunday. So I want to spend some time reflecting about joy. In our Holy Father's first ex apostolic exhortation, The Joy of the Gospel, he wrote, the joy of the gospel fills the hearts and lives of all who encounter Jesus. Those who accept his offer of salvation are set free from sin, sorrow, inner emptiness, and loneliness. With Christ, joy is constantly born anew. I wish to encourage the Christian faithful to embark upon a new chapter of evangelization marked by this joy. Okay, with all this joy running around, let me ask you, how many joyful Catholics do you regularly see in church? Think about that. Christians in general, and Catholics in particular, seem to have a difficult time expressing joy, especially when we're in church. The columnist Irma Bombeck once talked about being in church one Sunday and seeing a little boy who was turning around and smiling at everyone. He wasn't doing anything more than that, just smiling. Suddenly his mother yanked him around and yelled at him in a whisper loud enough to be heard by everyone, Stop that grinning! You're in church! We don't usually associate joy with religion. 
the exception being what I call a certain type of pious joy, which often comes in two varieties. The first being the strained smile, which looks like a person is suffering from some digestive disorder. And the second being the wide-eyed stare, which makes you wonder if the person's medication could use some adjustment. I have long believed that for a lot of Christians, joy and religion don't mix very well. For example, for many Catholics, religion is a serious business. After all, we're dealing with life and death, heaven and hell, salvation and damnation. This is serious stuff. There's no room for any kind of fooling around. Another reason is that for many Christians, Jesus is a serious person. If you've ever visited the National Shrine in Washington, D.C., you've seen that mosaic in the upper church, Christ in Judgment. As a little kid once asked me, why does Jesus look so angry? Also, a lot of preachers seem to be fixated more on sin than they are on virtue. They seem to believe that it's up to them to point out all the ways that their congregations might fail, rather than suggest the ways that they might flourish. And yet another reason is that many people associate religion more with suffering than they do with joy. Let's face it, when someone has a serious illness, or an accident, or some other misfortune, you can almost bet that someone will chirp up and say, offer it up, or it must be the will of God. We seem to forget that the gospel is not about bad news. The gospel is good news. And not only that, it's meant to be the good news. And with good news comes joy, humor, and laughter. Joy, humor, and laughter, I believe, are essential to the spiritual life. So what exactly is joy, especially spiritual joy? Well, joy is more than a fleeting feeling or emotion. Rather, spiritual joy is the result of our deep-seated connection with God. While a secular understanding of joy may describe our emotional response to an object or an event, spiritual or religious joy is always about a relationship, and it's about our relationship with God. In common speech, Joy is happiness, but for the truly religious and spiritual person, joy is happiness in God. One of my favorite quotations is this, Joy is the most infallible sign of the presence of God. And I believe that with joy comes peace of mind, peace of heart as well as the gift of serenity. So many times I have met people who are angry, 
discontent, critical, and judgmental of others. I have learned that in many cases, these people are angry and discontent, first of all, with themselves. They lack a sense of inner peace, and they certainly lack a spirit of joy. As I once read, you can't be angry and happy at the same time. So which do you want to be? Because joy is the most infallible sign of the presence of God, I like to describe it as an enduring virtue, or rather I should say, a virtue of endurance. Its opposite is not sorrow. Rather, I believe true joy can exist even in times of sorrow. Since joy describes our relationship with God, it is this enduring relationship which can carry us through times of pain and sorrow and give us the joy we need, the strength we need, to put up with whatever may come. No, the opposite of joy is not sorrow. Rather, I believe the opposite of joy is indifference or apathy. While joy is about a relationship, indifference cuts us off from relationships. This is why I believe a critical, judgmental, discontented spirit is so dangerous. This is why St. Teresa of Avila once said, a sad nun is a bad nun. And that applies to other folks as well. She added, I am more afraid of one unhappy sister than a crowd of evil spirits. St. Teresa also said, from somber devotions and sour-faced saints, good Lord, deliver us. And St. Francis de Sales once wrote, a sad saint is a sad sort of saint. And St. Catherine Drexel once said, please don't say that a, some great sorrow drove me into the convent. That's nonsense. I am and have always been one of the happiest women in the world. So I pray that this Advent, we may have the grace to dismiss all anxiety from our minds, and that all of us may be touched with the infallible sign of God's presence. I pray that we may wait for the joy with wait for the Lord with joy and gladness. And then at Christmas, I pray that we, the faithful, may come together joyful and triumphant, that we may sing joy to the world. The Lord is come. If you haven't started already, today is a good day to rejoice in the Lord always.